0: Helping to secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our posterity, this is the Constitution Study on the America Out Loud Network, with your host, Paul Engel. Do any of you remember the phrase, stranger danger? I'm a little old to have learned that rhyme in school, but I remember being taught by my parents things like don't take candy from a stranger. Don't get in a car with a stranger. And always tell my parents where I was going to be. Now there were exceptions though. I-, I was told I could trust a police officer and of course we all accepted candy from strangers on Halloween although my parents always went through it before my sister and I were allowed to eat any of it. Now it wasn't a perfect system. But the idea of being a little suspicious of strangers and looking to our parents for who to trust protected an untold number of small children from abduction and abuse. Which is why the phrase stranger danger has been coming to mind lately. Look at what our children are being taught today. To let strangers tell them who they are and what they should do, and of course, to keep it secret from their parents. Isn't that the exact modus operandi of the child molester? Approach the child. Entice the child. Separate the child from their parents, then use the child for their own purposes. Now, consider how many government organizations, the very entities we created to protect our rights, are not only assisting the child molesters, but in many cases, are themselves the child molesters. While the phrase stranger danger has fallen out of fashion, perhaps it's time to consider reviving it. After all, when teachers, school administrators, government officials, activists, and courts are offering our children the candy of acceptance to take them for treatment and to go away without telling their parents, it certainly seems like our children are in danger from these strangers. I think it's time we teach our children that when anyone talks to them about their private parts outside of their parents' permission, it's time to yell, Stranger danger! and run for their parents. That may just save them from the latest wave of child molesters. Well, hello there, everyday Americans. Paul Engel here with the Constitution Study, where we read and study the Constitution. We teach the rising generation to be free. And I agree. I think it's time we we resurrect stranger danger. Again, when I was a child, there were several people, my parents and I thought we could trust. And at that time, we could, right? I lived in, in New York City, in Manhattan. And my my parents told me, if I ever get lost, if I'm ever, you know, if, if, if can disconnect from my parents and I'm afraid, look for the police officer. Granted, at the time, the, the officers walked a beat, so they were often on the street corners. You could find one. Not so much nowadays, but that was the idea. You find a police officer. If you If you got separated from your parents in the store, what did you do? You were told to find someone with a name tag. Tell them you were lost, give them your parents' name and phone number, and they would help you reconnect. Um, you know teachers were trusted uh, individuals and you know they were no they, they were less strangers but that so much of that has changed nowadays. Can you truly trust a teacher to have the best interests of your child to not be in, be if not uh, uh, an active participant to be complicit with? Child molestation. I mean, we're talking about not only messing with a child's mind, right? Trying to convince them that truth is a lie, that biology doesn't matter. We're isn't that a form of of mental molestation? We 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 you know we're seeing them being given um, you know new names, uh, new clothing, sometimes drugs, sometimes. Uh, uh, you know, psychological treatments to teach them something that isn't true. To uh, to avoid the, the 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 problem, and often being told to to the children to separate them. Don't tell your parents. Whatever you do, don't let your parents know. That's the act of a child molester. So when I see the transgender movement in it, when it revolves around children, I'm not talking about grown adults that want you know play dress up. I'm not talking about them. I am focusing specifically on children, and in this case, I'm talking anybody under the age of eighteen, and especially anyone under the anyone preteen or early teens, especially small children. We have to stop pretending that this is some uh, you know benevolent uh, uh, social move. This is a social contagion, and it is harmful to our children. We're watching them being molested. Now, some of these concerns have come out in some well, some rather interesting ways. For example, we're dealing with we're we're smack dab in Pride Month, which to me always, has always bothered me. Not because they're a group of people that have pride in their sexual lifestyles. Be my guest. But the idea that a, 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 as a nation, we're going to celebrate for an entire month these sexual perversions, the, these things that that uh um violate basic biology, violate the, the uh, anatomical structure of the human being. We're gonna take these these outliers and not simply tolerate them, but promote them. That's oh that's always been my problem with this. It's not that I would not tolerate someone to be different, I will not promote someone to be different. But yet we have, it, it, it's becoming harder and harder when governments set aside an entire month to celebrate sexual perversion. Yet we set aside one day, one day, to remember the men and women who fought and died in battle so those people could play dress up. They could have their, their, Pride parades and their flags and all those things. What does that say about our value system? That we more value the the um, the childish need to rebel above the men and women that would sacrifice their lives to protect the rights of their fellow Americans. I think it says a lot about America, and I think maybe just maybe, people starting to yell stranger danger might wake some of us up. If nothing else, if we teach our children to use stranger danger for anyone outside of the parent's permission that talks to them about their private parts. Now, I say that that way for a reason, right? Because, well, if you take your child to the doctor and they're performing an examination, and the parent's there and says, yes, it's okay, this person's a doctor, they are there to treat you, that is not a stranger danger here, that's fine. If you have a a situation where uh, another family member or a trusted friend would be involved somehow, I can't think off the top of my head what that might be, but maybe that's true, then okay, um, you can Tell your child this person is a safe person, and guess what? If you are one of these LGBTQ elemental p people out there, and you want to tell your child that it's perfectly fine for the 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 teacher and the administrator and the neighbor and whoever you want to talk to them about their private parts, well, that's your right as well. I think you're wrong. I think you're endangering the child, but i can't I'm not, I'm not prepared to to say you can't right now the one thing I, the one the where i would draw the line is if that involves something that permanently alters the child by that i mean puberty drop blockers cross-sex hormones and obviously surgery because that, those have a a permanent impact on the child and that is you know <laughs> i'm sorry but as much as i want to empower parents i don't want to empower parents. To abuse their own children, I I, I believe there's a there's a, a a position where society as a whole needs to protect their the the to protect children from abusive parents. But there has to be true abuse, not not like California saying is well if you disagree with us that's child abuse. No, it's actually the state of California that's abusing these children. We need to make sure that we make a distinction between uh, a parent that's beating a child, a parent that's cutting a child, and uh, a, a parent that is saying, no, uh, you can't take those drugs. And no, you're not getting that surgery, that elective surgery. It's not necessary surgery. They keep using that lie as well. So we need to bring truth to this matter. We need to stop with the euphemism game and call it what it is. The, uh, the, uh, uh, uh. The push to indoctrinate children into these perverted lifestyles is child abuse. It's about time we treat it that way. Now, the interesting thing is, I, I believe this elemental peace society, that the, these people in these groups have gone so far. Over. How many remember the term "jumping the shark"? Yeah, I know, I'm old, right? Um, there used to be a program on called Happy Days. The the main character was a a, a cool guy by the name of Fonzie. And at the end of the program, as as they were, the seasons went on and on, they were looking for more material. They just kind of went way too far. And there was one episode where Fonzie, who rode a motorcycle, jumped a tank with a shark in it. And it was considered so ludicrous that it was proof that the writers had come up, they they, they had no more ideas. And it was the idea of just going way too far. Well, I th- I think they have. I think they have exposed just how warped and twisted and, yes, perverted the lifestyle they're talking about is. And people are starting to push back. It started with, of course, Bud Light, right? Remember, you know, Anheuser-Busch, Bud Light, they they created a a paid partnership with a quote-unquote transgender influencer, a dude by the name name of Dylan Mulvaney who thinks he's a chick. And the people who buy Bud Light, <laughs> they didn't like it. And they stopped buying Bud Light, or at least they, they seriously decreased that Bud Light. And Bud Light sales have been falling off a cliff ever since. The ant- stock of Anheuser-Busch has taken a big hit over this. People said that's, that's too much. We're, we're, not, we're not adopting this this nonsense. And then of course, you had Target, right which had their their pride display that they put right up in front of the store, where they had all these 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 you know pride flags and, and all this stuff and and of course they had um they had products designed for these people who uh, these, these people who can't, who deny reality, and you know what the people that shopped at Target said, uh, no, I'm sorry that's 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 too far we're not we're not buying this one." And Target's stock fell. Their sales fell. Their stock fell. The White House held an LGBT pride event in which they had, guess what? They had, um, I can't believe I'm saying this. They had a dude who had fake boobs. And they had a chick who'd had her boobs taken off, running around topless on video at the White House. I like the way Dana Leish put it. She she tweeted, uh, "No, this isn't another hookers and blow photo from Hunter's laptop. It was the pride party at the White House lawn two days ago, hosted by Joe." And people push back. They said, "No, no, no. This is this is going too far." And when you when the progressive socialist Marxist left loses Starbucks, they're in trouble. Dozens of Starbucks nationwide have not permitted their employees to set up Pride Month decorations. In fact, baristas from at least 22 states have reported instances where the local stores have forbidden their employees from putting up Pride Month decorations. And then in the uh, the city of Hamtramck, I think, Michigan... It's outside of Detroit. Um, they unanimously approved a, res- a resolution to prohibit all religious, ethnic, racial, political, or sexual orientation group flags from being flown on municipal property. Why? Well, according to one council member, it says, why do you have to have a flag shown on government property in order to be representative? You're already representative. We already know who you are. You don't need to wave your flag. And there are more, And I want to get to some of those as well. But to me, the pushback says there is still some sanity in America. That, as, as I have to keep reminding myself, this is a relatively small, a small number of people that have an outside, I don't want to say influence, they're, they're referred to as influencers, they have an outside, outsized uh, representation in, in the, the public sphere. They're the ones that get all the media attention. They're the ones that get all the, the social attention and, and the, the government attention. And people are getting pissed and they're starting to push back. A lot of this goes all the way back to the COVID and the lockdowns and parents seeing what their children are being taught and going, oh, no, 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 no. We're not doing that. We are not turning our, we're not letting you turn our children into racist little perverts. It's time to stand up and say, we've got to do something. You know, as I'm thinking about this, this, this stranger danger, this revamp of stranger danger, that might not be a bad thing to put in the, uh, uh, the Constitution Study Patriots program. So the Patriots program is kicking off next month. The boot camp, the first per- boot camp which will be held in person is July 1st. It'll be in a little town called Shelbyville, Tennessee. Uh, nice little town. If you're in the area and you want to visit, we'd love to have you there. But you can find out more about the Patriots program at constitutionstudy.com patriots. It's not designed to replace whatever it is you're doing or whatever groups you're a member of. It's meant to give you tools to help you do it better. And one of them is education. We call it the Constitution Scholars. And um, they're there to help you um, understand to help education. This may be a nice little tool to help educate people about this. And then, of course, you have the Committees of Correspondence to spread the word, and we've got the Minutemen to actually be involved. And again, you can find out more about Constitution Study Patriots. If you sign up for updates, I will let you know as the the program becomes online and what you can do to become a part of it. Now, before I run off to this break, I want to let you know, I'm actually going to be on the road for a a few days. i got some family business to take care of. And, well, when I travel, I often have a hard time sleeping, especially the first few nights. And I hate being tired all day. So I use Healthy Cells REM Sleep. It is the only sleep supplement designed to support all four stages of sleep. helps me fall asleep, stay asleep, sleep deeply so I can wake up refreshed. Now, because you're an America Out Loud listener, Healthy Cell will give you 25% off your first order if you use the code OUTLOUD at checkout. So please, go to HealthyCell.com. Put your cart together. they got a lot of great products. Right? I'm talking about REM sleep today, but they got a lot of great products. Put your cart together. When you check out, use that code OUTLOUD. It does a couple things. It lets them know that you listen to America out loud. And as a thank you, they'll give you 25% off your first order.
1: Take back your sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use limited time code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. World-class care from doctors you can trust. All from the comfort of your home. That is One Wellness. Join a healthcare system that puts your health and well being above the interest of big pharma's bottom line. It's the way healthcare should be with a company that shares your values. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first month of One Wellness. Oral hygiene hasn't changed in 50 years, but our diet and the way we eat has, creating an environment in your mouth for bacteria to wreak havoc on your teeth and gums for better oral health, get Spry Dental Defense, an oral care line designed to combat acid-creating bacteria. The toothpaste, mouthwash, mints, and gum all contain xylitol, a natural ingredient shown to dramatically improve oral health. Spry can be found online and at all fine natural retailers.
0: Welcome back, everyday American, to rejoin the Constitution study. Today we're talking about stranger danger. No, no, not the 20th century warning to small children to not uh, take candy or get in a car with strangers, but the need in the 21st century to warn our children that there are strangers out there that will hurt them, and people, or people in positions we used to trust, don't deserve that trust anymore. I was reading through the Epoch Times, and uh, they had an interesting article. It's entitled "Mom Speaks Out About Societal Pressure Pushing Teens Towards Transgenderism," and I I read it in part because of the title. But as I was going through it, what I found was was truly heart wrenching. Uh, This the woman describes her her life. She's she's Chinese American. She she moved here, uh, raised a family, has two lovely children. One child, one, uh, her son, I guess, you know, he was a smart kid, but didn't get along with kids. He wasn't, you know, or he wasn't outgoing. Or they eventually brought him to a therapist, and then things kind of went really off the rails. As a 10th grader, they brought him to a therapist. And between that and what his mother saw him finding online, she realized society as a whole was pressuring him because he was different. Well, to be something he's not, namely a girl. Uh, she she was documenting how uh, again, um, she was looking for people to help her son. The therapist made things worse. Her pediatrician uh, moved moved made things worse. I mean, she was giving all this example of this. Um, all of these people that that we used to go to in trust and, and and for help and found out that they're actually part of the problem that that this push towards a a uh affirming a lie has become it's become just a part of so much of society which is the really sad part because what you have are what i would call otherwise reasonable rational people completely ignoring science and facts and and thousands of years of history in order to promote a social agenda. Uh, Take, for example, the simple biological fact that, on average, men and boys, they have more musculature, they have a stronger skeleton, they are bigger and stronger, they have larger lung capacities, There's a biological difference between boys and girls, which is why we created a separate set of girls' sports when the physicality was a part of it. In other words, you don't have separate girls' chess teams, but you do have separate uh, uh, girls' say volleyball teams or swim teams. And every time people point out that there's a biological reason for this, that when, when boys com, uh, claim to be girls in order to participate in, in girls' sports, it puts the girls at a serious physical disadvantage. And of course, not simply a physical disadvantage, but in many cases, um, puts them in, 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 there's concerns about injury. Certainly, you have the privacy concerns, you have the body modesty concerns in bathrooms and locker rooms, but you also have injury concerns in competitive sports, sports that uh, may involve some form form of contact. Now, of course, this got brought up to uh, at, at a White House press briefing, and the um, I'm sorry, the person that you know, Corinne Jean Pierre, the the press secretary, uh, lied as she always does, did it very badly. Claiming that a parent that has a concern about their daughters playing physically contact sports with young boys of the same age, that, that that was claiming that transgender people are dangerous. I mean, that's that's just idiot. That's stupid. Well, there's actually one young lady who is getting some attention for pointing that out. Now, Peyton McNabb is a high school volleyball player, and she actually was injured while in a match. She had a a, a boy athlete spiked a ball in her face. She suffered a concussion um, that caused impaired vision, anxiety, depression, partial paralysis, constant headaches. And she, well, let's just say that uh, she lit off on Ms. Jean-Pierre. She goes, I think it's very hypocritical uh, that I think She is taking what others have said, how it is dangerous for us, and she's essentially switching it around and played the victim from the situation, which I expected nothing less from the whole administration. In other words, you have a situation where, um, uh, again, on average, I'm not saying every boy is stronger than every girl. I'm talking about on average. There's a situation. You had a boy, in this particular case, a boy spike a ball at a girl at a high school school, volleyball match in I believe it was North Carolina. And the girl was seriously injured. I mean, we're not talking a bump on the head. You know, she's she got impaired, she had impaired vision and 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 other and headaches and other symptoms. And to bring that up and to have the the spokesperson for the administration simply brush it away as if it was the the question that was damaging and not or the question that was dangerous, rather than the actual, hey, pitting boys against school girls in physical sports can be dangerous. Now this is interesting because this is different. See, a lot of people focus on the the Leah Thomas dude, uh, and and the fact that you know he was a four hundred something swimmer in the men's NCAA uh, swim team. You put him in a bunch of girls, and he's winning championships. He's winning left, right, and center. He's not winning them all, but he's winning a lot. And I the the there is a difference. That is an un he has an unfair advantage. Because, as my understanding it, he hasn't even gone through any form of transition. So he's got the greater lung capacity, the muscle capacity, he's got the the longer arms, the greater reach. He's got everything that would make him fit that would give him a physical advantage against girls that is not a physical advantage against boys. And that is a a question of of competition. You have an unfair competition. It would be like oh let's say um you want to do a race and in uh you decide to show up to your race you, you know you go down to a track and uh let's say you bring a oh, a nice corvette you bring yourself you bring yourself a nice corvette uh you're going to do a drag race bring yourself a nice corvette it's you know all hopped up and they put you in one lane and then you look at the at the lane next to you and it's a funny car a nitro methane funny car that car has a tremendous advantage it has more horsepower it has more torque but saying well pointing that out means the person pointing it out is the problem see it's this we cannot be disagreed with is it, it that that uh i i think has been fueling this the fact that we've capitulated to the stupid to the fact that a a a, a jean pierre can stand in front of reporters and say that anybody with a concern that about the physical disparity be- between boys and girls in athletics is the danger, and she gets away with it, that's the problem. And that's where I get, we've got these cultural elites. You have one reporter in the, ent- in the entire press briefing, and the rest of the reporters say, wait, 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 time, time, time. You don't see there's a problem here? You think it's a problem to ask a question? Well, yeah, it's a problem for them. Why? (laughs) Because it it puts to light the the dangers of the current, the policies of the current White House to put children in danger, to put young women in danger. And there's plenty of evidence that this happens. But they ignore it because for a political point. So what do we have here? Well, we've already seen that... um, that uh, the the partly part of the medical profession is in on this or at least parts of it right if this mother who was looking for, seeking help for her son because he he was he wasn't doing well he was doing well academically but um you know he he wasn't making friends he was he felt um he, he just felt wrong he wanted something and you find out that um oh yeah by the way the, the psychologist, the pediatrician, the medical community, the school community, the the social media community were pushing him to say you are different, therefore you must be X. That seems you know that that, that we have the whole push to to, to young te- young children to children and teenagers, which are already susceptible more than just by any other age group to peer pressure. Now we see a, a young girl that gets injured by the obvious disparity between boys and girls, and that is written off as, as the actual concern being dangerous. And the White House is promoting this. Because remember, the White House also wants to rewrite Title IX, the very law that says, listen, in, the, in, in, in school sports, you must have a separate girls-only sport. But you must have sports based on sex, where physicality is an issue. But they just, you know, the administration simply ignores it, and they want to propose a new regulation, ignoring the Constitution, ignoring the laws of the United States, they want to, they want to just write a new regulation to prohibit states from barring males from competing in women's sports. Well, they're not males, they're transgender. No, they're not, they're, they're, they're confused. There's a problem in the head, not in the pants. And then, of course, you have California. I mean, if you talk about stranger danger, California has to be right now pretty much the epicenter of stranger danger in my mind. Kaiser Permanente, they're, they're a health care company. They have hospitals across the United States. They did a mandatory training course for all of their employees in Southern California. And the, among other things, they covered what they call gender affirming care. All right, we need to stop the euphemism game. They call it gender affirming care. It's gender-denying care. When you see a boy with a penis and you say, it, we're going to make you a girl, that's denying their gender. When you see a girl and, and you say, we're going to take off your breasts and, and, and do other things to you, that is denying their gender. See, they use the euphemism. See, we're just affirming their gender. No, you're denying their gender and you're mutilating them. So you have got Kaiser Permanente again, a, a nationwide healthcare company, promoting this idea, and in according to internal documents, um, they are allowed to perform these procedures on minors. That's right, children. Uh, children who are are not legally able to make medical decisions for themselves. Well, except California wants them to be able to do this. Children who cannot go to a pharmacy to get uh, to get a drug, they, they want to be treated like this. And you have Kaiser Permanente promoting this, saying, here you go, here's how we're going to handle whatever you do. Don't question what the person thinks. In fact, in the presentation, they have what they call the platinum rule. Someone is the gender they say they are when they say they are, regardless of their transition process. Again, we're just going to deny reality. We're going to deny medical science. We're going to deny the facts and pretend. Now, the one thing I will say for Kaiser Permanente, the, there was a, one of the slides said that uh, uh, for procedures below, patients under 18 years should be on the hormones for at least one or two years, have parental consent and approval from the complex case committee. So they do say, listen, if they're under 18 years old, they need parental consent. I give Kaiser Permanente props for that. But then again, we're talking California. And California's already trying to decide, listen, if a parent disagrees with the child, if the parent doesn't affirm full, wholeheartedly the child's position, well then, that's considered child abuse. Again, the euphemism game. It is child abuse to tell the child the truth. I mean, what's next? Is it going to be child abuse to tell children there is no Santa Claus or Easter Bunny? You might as well. To tell a child that is a boy, that thinks they're a girl, that that's not true, is the same as you know, telling the child that there's a, a Santa Claus or an Easter Bunny and a tooth fairy. Except, you know what? People don't get body parts chopped off for believing in Santa Claus, the Easter Bunny, or the Tooth Fairy. That's why I say stranger danger. We need to teach our children that these people are dangerous. They're dangerous to you. They say they're helping you, just like the guy says, "I lost my puppy. Will you help me find my puppy?" Or the guy, or, or the stranger that comes up and says, "Hey, kid, would you like a piece of candy?" They say they're doing it for you, but they are lying. They have their own agenda. And that agenda involves child molestation. I'm sorry, I know of no other way to put it. When you're talking about a child under 18, granted, like I said, Kaiser Permanente says we need parental abuse, parental consent, which is a step. But when you have the state of California that says if you're if you tell the child the truth, you're now abusing them that that's that's child abuse you're you're setting child up for molestation to have permanent body changes for a child that is not not capable of understanding the consequences the long-term consequences of the decision they're about to make even at 18 it's questionable because most studies show the the human brain doesn't fully develop until the age of 25. But yet, you're going to make lifelong, life altering decisions when your brain's not fully developed. And in the state of California, pointing out the mistakes is now considered child abuse. I can think of no better example of stranger danger than what the state of California is trying to do to separate parents from their children so that the children can be physically molested physically harmed all in the promotion of some twisted socially contagion mental disorder which seems more and more like it's just children looking for attention to me that is that's more than sad that's despicable now listen maybe you disagree with some or all of what i've said hey that's fine because america out loud well, they have voices from all different points of view. So it's a great place to go every day to find out what's going on. I do. I check the news feed from AmericaOutLoud.com every day. And I take many of the articles, the, the podcasts, the videos, and I share them. I share them with my other people in the Constitution study. I share them on social media. I spread the word about all these great stories. And I wish you would, too. Please go to America Out Loud every day to find out what's going on and then find the stories and the articles and the podcasts and videos that speak to you, that have something you want to say, and share them. See, that is how you share not simply America Out Loud, not simply different points of view, but it's by sharing those different points of view that we help to secure the blessings of liberty.
1: The Out Loud Truth was the rallying call that started it all. A wide spectrum of programming from world and political news to societal, your health, and cultural stories. Seven amazing years of news stories, informative podcasts, and great talk radio. America Out Loud Talk Radio. Liberty and justice for all. Whether you're an independent a democrat or a republican one thing remains true airborne viruses love us equally you've all heard malcolm and the great dr peter mccullough talk about the advanced nasal solution cofix rx cofix is made in the usa and recommended by thousands of doctors and pharmacists nationwide spray goodbye to colds and flus with a cofix RX nasal solution cleanse that's cofixr save 20 percent by using promo code out loud at cofixrx.com.
0: The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-term effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. Fortunately, Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at the Wellness Company designed their spike support formula with the miracle enzyme natokinase, scientifically studied to dissolve spike protein so you can feel your very best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Welcome back, everyday Americans, to rejoin the Constitution study as we look at stranger danger, at the fact that many of the people we used to trust, we used to tell our children were people you could trust, are now dangerous to them. And then I think it's time we revive that old saying to warn our children of people who are dangerous to them. Because the the evidence is out there. Uh, We've already talked about how, you know, we spend a month celebrating sexual orientations and a day remembering the people who died so that you could be sexually diverse. That that, uh, even though parents and others are pushing back on this Pride Month insanity, there's still a lot of push towards it medical, academic, and others that are pushing our children towards this craziness and, and insanity and the not just the lifestyle, but ignoring the dangers that come along with it. There was a story a while back, I don't think I covered it here, but I did, I, I did see it, of a student at the University of Cincinnati who's given a zero on a project for using the term biological women. They wrote a paper about trans athletes competing in women's sports, and they they were given a zero, but they didn't name their professor. Well, that's been outed now. The Cincinnati Inquirer did, and they got an interview with this person. She said, when a student uses an outdated terminology, she feels it is necessary to correct those mistakes. So now being a biological woman is now an outdated terminology. Think. I want you to think about this for just, just a few minutes here. The idea of, just think of the birds and the bees, right? You have a man, you have a woman. You need a man or a woman to make a baby. Well, what happens when the people who call to define man and woman ignore the biology of men and women? How do you distinguish between somebody who is biologically a woman from someone you're just calling a woman? That seems to be that'd be person not forget the birds and bees. How about medical treatment? You rush to an emergency room. The doctor starts you know starts their examination, and what are the first questions they're trying to find out? They want your age and your and your sex. Why? Because contrary to someone like this professor, was it, uh, I think her name is Nipper? Contrary to this misguided person, there are biological differences between men and women. Some of those actually involve different uh, reactions to drugs. Some of them involve different uh, diseases they may have. For example, if you have a woman with stomach cramps, well, it could be several things. Could be menstrual. It could be, involve a pregnant, a potential pregnancy, possibly any topic pregnancy. There's a if you simply ignore that, you know, you 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 um you 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 can't treat people. When you have people like that come in, I heard about this, the 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 woman who came in demanding a prostate exam. Women don't have prostates. Or the dude that walked in demanding a hysterectomy. Can't happen. But here you have a professor at the, um, I'm sorry, she's an adjunct at the University of Cincinnati. But of course, don't be surprised, she's in the Women's Gender and Sexuality Studies Department, which means her entire department is divorced from reality. But yet, she's teaching young adults that that you're you you you're not allowed to distinguish between someone who's biologically a woman and is a woman. By the way, I heard this the other day uh, in, in an interview of someone making the, the same point. It's like, you don't have biological women. You just have women. Well, that's a lie. I can prove it. All you got to do is look at the DNA. Look at the body. It's a lie. But our children are being taught this lie. It is being jammed down their throat. Now, hopefully you and I and other adults could look at this and understand this. But imagine you're a child, or you're an impressionable, you know, you're know, late teens, early 20s, you're in this, this college, and, and you're trying to get a, class, a, a passing grade. Are you going to be forced to lie on your term paper in order to get a passing grade? This is the insanity. This is the stranger danger. It doesn't stop when you're a small child. It doesn't stop because we keep complying with the nonsense. Now, there's another school uh, administrator that, that kind of got their way. Do you remember? I talked about this young boy, Liam Morrison. Uh, he went to school with a teacher that said there are only two genders, and the school forced him to remove his shirt. Well, his father sued. Granted, he's in Massachusetts. She's got a middle his middle school son. He sues. Um, there was a recent opinion delivered by a District Judge uh, Indira Talwani. She said the school permissibly concluded that the shirt invades the rights of others. How? How By challenging their belief What about the belief of this young man That they're challenging Ladies and gentlemen This judge is a stranger She now represents stranger danger Not because I disagree with Because because I simply disagree with her decision But because she's become so divorced From reality and from the 14th Amendment Now here's the interesting thing They they were making a, a due process A 14th Amendment due process claim uh, as well as a First Amendment free speech claim. Again, Congress didn't make this law. It's not a First Amendment. But the judge simply looked and said, "Well, this one side had their feelings hurt. This one side disagreed with you. But we don't, we paid no attention to the side that the other side that agreed with him." She said that schools can bar speech that is in collision with the rights of others to be secure and let alone. Well, what about all the gay pride t-shirts that are out there? Then we can remove all of those, right? No. See, even our our so-called justice system isn't interested in justice anymore. They're interested in the political agenda. They're promoting this political move in the justice system. Now, I'm hoping the Father continues. The Father appeals this. I'm hoping it'll get to people that are a little saner. Because if all it takes is offending someone to have your free speech removed, freedom of speech means absolutely nothing. This t-shirt did not threaten others. It did not encourage others to antagonize people. It simply stated a biological fact. There are two and only two genders. And that fact, that reason is under attack. And this young man and all the other children of his age need to be warned. The school is now dangerous. The courts can be dangerous. Do not trust them implicitly because they are not out to protect you. They're out to infringe. The very entities we created to protect our rights is infringing on our rights. And we've got another example, this time from Michigan. See, the the activists, the transgender activists are trying to get Michigan to pass a ban on, quote-unquote, conversion therapy. The ban would, uh, uh, it would ban clinical attempts to change a minor patient's, quote, gender identity. In other words, to get the child to recognize the truth of their biology, but you see, we're not allowed to say that anymore, because again, if you say that in the University of Cincinnati, you get a zero for pointing out there's a biological difference. If you say that in the uh, in the middle school in uh, in Massachusetts, then you're claimed to be harming to to harming other people, to, denying them their rights by denying you your right to express. An opinion, an opinion, by the way, is based in biological facts. And now in Michigan, they want you not imagine this. Imagine you're a parent. Your child has been uh, 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 virtually abducted by some crazy school system that, that says, you know what? You're a little different. You're not a boy anymore. You're a girl. You're not a girl anymore. You're a boy. And now you're saying, well, but wait a second, that doesn't match reality. You've never done this before. Maybe we want to get some therapy and see if, do you truly have gender dysphoria, which is extremely rare, or are you dealing with the mental contagion, a social contagion, a mental issue, a misunderstanding of the facts and reality? And Michigan, there are those in Michigan that want to criminalize teaching children the facts of life. The bird thing. The birds and the bees. The facts. They now want to criminalize that in Michigan. And by the way, there are more than twenty states that have some sort of ban on what they call what they call conversion therapy. I call it teaching the truth. What's interesting is I wonder of all these young people that have these ideas whether it's the, the, the mom we talked about or, or the, um, the, the dude that spiked the, the volleyball at the girl or Leah. I wonder how many of them truly have these identity issues. My guess is a certain percentage of them are doing it simply to, get it, to, to, to take advantage of the system. Leah Thomas, to me, is a perfect example of someone taking advantage of the system he can play he simply claims to be a girl to my knowledge he has had taken no therapy n- no surgery i don't know if he's on hormone therapy or not not my business but he's taking he he was losing when he competed against the boys and now he's winning competing against the girls to me that's that's gaming the system that's taking advantage of the system i imagine there are a large number i i don't know for sure my guess would be a significant majority are simply children looking for attention. Children and teenagers—they're in a a transition state. They are, you know, especially when they're going through puberty, they're trying to find themselves. Their bodies are going through all these changes. Th- things are crazy, and they're trying to figure things out. And rather than taking the rational decision, says, we know this is crazy. We went through the same thing when we were your age. Calm down. Settle. Don't make any rash decisions. Let's figure things out as you go. And as you get older and you, 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 your brain develops and you settle in your ways, then maybe we can look at this further. They're being denied the opportunity to grow up. They're being pushed into this adult situation that they are not prepared for. And more and more of the people we, we expect to protect our children are complicit in the mutilation, in the manipulation, in the many cases, the abduction, certainly in the molestation of our children. Ladies and gentlemen, I fully agree. Now, thank God, my daughter's an adult, and she has a good head on her shoulders. But I, I, I look at, at, at friends that have children. Hopefully one day I'll be a grandfather, and I'll worry about them. What type of world are we bringing them up in? When strangers can manipulate their minds and separate them from their parents when they can encourage them to take drugs that will permanently alter their bodies. In some cases, even receive surgery that will permanently alter their bodies. Am I might permanent. I don't simply mean aesthetically. I mean, we're talking about sterilizing young boys and girls. We, we used to be, we, we were all upset about forced sterilization. Well, here we have uninformed sterilization. We are. There are those pushing our children to, be, to sterilize themselves without them understanding the long-term consequences. I, I cannot describe what, what I feel and it, what it says about our, our society, that, that we are, there are those that are pushing this and that they have so much attention and so much influence. It's time to stop waiting for someone else to deal with this problem. If you have small children in your house, if you're a parent of small children, please teach them the new stranger danger. If anyone, other than someone you've agree, you've told them is okay, talks to them about their private parts, it is time for them to go to yell stranger danger and run for their parents. If not, your son, your daughter, your grandchildren, your nieces, your nephews, then you'd be caught up by these child molesters. We need to stop the euphemisms. We're talking about people mutilating children. Chemically, physically, mentally. mutilating. This is exactly how child molesters have always worked. Find a way to approach the child. Well, we have that in schools. To entice the child. Hey, if it's not candy or finding a puppy, you'll feel better. All your anxiety will go away. You'll be accepted. You'll get attention. Separate them from their parents. Whatever you do, don't tell your parents. They might disagree with you. Then they have the child to use for whatever purposes they want. And based on what I've seen, a lot of those purposes are perverted, they are pornographic, they are destructive. And I think we're going to spend a lot of years repenting from what we have allowed to happen because we did not prepare our children to go out into a world full of child predators. I thank God when I was a small child, my parents prepared me, even though at that time child predation was relatively rare. It was was not everywhere. Sadly, that's not the case anymore. Child predation is rampant in this country in western society and the only thing you can do is to prepare your child to walk in this child predator rich land of uh, landscape and be able to protect themselves Now, i hope you'll come back and join me at the constitution study every weekday at 4 p.m eastern time on america out loud talk radio heard on the iHeartRadio radio network If you can't listen, then the episode generally goes to podcast a day or two after it's heard on talk radio. You can listen on your favorite podcast app, but do me a favor. Subscribe to the show, rate the different episodes, leave them a review, especially on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the podcast, find the episode, and encourage them to maybe give us a try, give us a listen. You can find all the links you need at the homepage at americaoutloud.com. But as with so many things, please don't keep it to yourself. Please share them. Share them far, share them on social media, share them with friends and family. That is how you join us as we share the blessings of liberty.